You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to the Repack. I'm joined after a 30-28 to win topped off by a 51-yard field goal by Evan Tex Western. Say what's up to people, Tex. Holy crap, man. That that was a journey. That was a journey tonight. <laughs> how how nervous were you for that field goal? Because I was expectations wise, right? That the field the fifty one yard field goal was going in. It, I had like a thirty percent chance of like confidence, basically. Now, like if we're doing vibe check, I was at like an eight. Honestly, I, I I Mason has been so money for the last like three four years that I was I was feeling real good with him lining up, especially when they called the timeout before letting him like attempt a first a first attempt at the field goal um, and and not really icing him before he got a chance to get that first kickoff once once that was the case I'm like yep I, I feel good I think he's I think he's got it so dude he's been so clutch the last couple of years it's been fun to watch him you know really come into his prime in his late 30s yeah and he, he hit one earlier in the game uh stopped a touchdown from happening oh. on kickoff yeah. Talk about a yeah. This is this is a hell of a Mason Crosby game. This is one that's going to go into the books for him because yeah, he bails out the offense after just a disastrous sequence in in that first drive. Um, they get down in the red zone. You get a face mask on on Yash Nyman, your your third string left tackle, and then you get some weird play calling that leads to a fifty four yard field goal and bails you out with three points there to at least get some points on the board on that first series. Um, and yeah, three for three on field goals that touchdown saving tackle and I mean and ends up still being a touchdown anyway but um yeah great great Mason Crosby game you can't ask for more from a, a 37 year old kicker this was a weird game or a weird week for kickers in general in the <laughs> NFL we got the record breaker oh um, God. Baltimore Detroit uh Tucker by by no surprise to anyone was the guy to finally break it and then yep. we got a kick six in uh Jacksonville Cardinals <laughs> which like that hardly ever happens. I can't. I can't remember. I mean, I'm thinking of kick sixes off the top of my head. Alabama Auburn happened. That's and then that's, that's the big one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the only two that I can remember like mm-hmm. happening. God. And it was like Perfect. a 60 yard field goal or something that they were trying. Just absurd. Just yeah. absurd. Crazy. But back to the Packers. All right, uh, we got some news that happened. You know, early on in the day that Kevin King is out for an illness. Um, he didn't play in the game, which meant that Eric Stokes started, and he did a pretty good job. Yeah, I think uh, King King being out was a little bit of an addition by subtraction, and I think most Packers fans would have expected that being the case going into the game. But uh, I think you mentioned it earlier that with with Stokes on the left side or on the right side, that meant that they actually had to target Jair Alexander a little bit on the other side of the field because you didn't just have freebies um, up the up the left sideline on basically every play. Yeah, no, I really do like what I saw at Stokes and yeah. 
the fact that, I mean, hey, man, it's been a couple years since you could go into a Packers game and not have to worry about a cornerback. Um, <laughs> Jair gave up a couple, but, I mean, they were kind of like contested balls uh, to Ayuk and to Debo, yep. and, like, Debo's going to out-wrestle a lot of corners for those type of balls anyway. Yep. That so, third down play, the third and 10 on that last drive on the the one that gave the Niners the touchdown, I mean, Jair was all over him. He had he had his hand in in the play, in with the ball, and Debo still made managed to, to come down with that catch. You can't ask any more from your corner than that. So, um, but yeah, having having a guy who actually sticks with receivers on the other side is going to be huge for this defense. Yeah, and I didn't pay super close attention to kind of how the secondary um, responded to Stokes starting in terms of like what type of personnel packages and stuff that they were using. Um, I was kind of more watching this game than like analyzing the structure. Cause I felt like I'd been doing three weeks of that already <laughs> plus the preseason. Yeah. Um, but it, so Chan Chandon was out there for sure. Mm-hmm. And then it seemed, I mean, they must've dabbled in the three safety looks yep. because I know at the end of the game, you know, Henry black was on the field. So yeah. And they were sprinkling him in a little bit early in the game too. I noticed, I noticed 41 out there a little bit, even in the first half. Um, playing a, a couple of snaps here and there. Um, and yeah, I, I I mean, again, he was sticky. He was actually sticking with his guys. The 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 Jair pick was, a, I mean, first of all, an amazing play by Jair to, to close on that ball, track it, and and bring it in. But Stokes was right in the hip pocket for, for George Kittle there. And if that's King... I mean that's that's three four yards of separation probably that that Kittle has. Oh, he w- he would have misjudged the ball. He would have been yeah. on the ground by the time Kittle got the ball in his hand. Yeah, yeah, that that wouldn't have been good. Um, I mean it'll be interesting. I mean we saw it last week. It seems like they're using Stokes more and more, and you know if not being on the field just gives the coaching staff another excuse to kind of phase you out. You know, so yep. I guess we'll see what happens. Um, you know this being a Sunday night game, I don't know if that even plays, you know, they talked about in the press conference, you know, they're not going to get back until like five in the morning, but I don't know how much that plays into like, do we count this as like a short week or is it like normal week? I don't know how that impacts with, um, you know, Kevin King obviously has an illness. We don't know when he's going to come back, all sorts of stuff in the air right now. Um, Defensively. I don't think that their defensive line necessarily played better. The Packers defensive line played better than we expected, but Dean Lowry sure beat up on uh what's his name Brunskill the the right guard yep. for the Niners. That's probably the worst offensive lineman that the Packers have seen this season, and they let the Niners know it. I mean, all the blitzes, yep. everything, it was all sent at him. As soon as the Packers were up when they needed plays, everything was going across Brunskill's faces, and they try to make him uh, keep the pocket alive, basically. Yeah, definitely found the matchup that they liked. Um, Lowry finally flashed a little bit in this game after basically being a no-show for for two whole games. Um, but can we talk about Kenny Clark a little bit? Um, we sure can. Let's let's just send Alex Mack back into retirement because that that very first play, I think, um, he threw Alex Mack, the the Niners center, back about three or four yards, basically right into to Jimmy G's lap, um, and ended up you know, forcing a, a Preston Smith tackle for loss in the run game. Uh, Kenny was, Kenny was a beast and, and they initially gave him credit for a sack on the, uh, the Jimmy G fumble, fumble backwards pass thing. Um, 
I think it ended up, I was joking with, with Paul and Noonan that it ended up uh, being a team sack, kind of like the, the one last week with the, uh, the unforced fumble. But yeah, Kenny, Kenny had a big day and that's, I, I feel like that's going to be the way this defensive line goes as, as Kenny goes, the rest of this group is going to go. Um, at inside linebacker, Barnes went down and Summers came on and mm. you could feel Summers on the field mm. uh, and, yep. and not in a good way. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo, he could just like look <laughs> in the flat and Summers would just be like frozen. And then the it's just like the slat, the slant is going right across your face, bud. Yep. Uh, it's not yeah, good. not 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 good getting him out in coverage. I did notice when they were in obvious passing situations, they pulled him off for uh, Oren Burks instead. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably a good call with uh, with his background and, and general athleticism. No more forty four if we can avoid it. I agree. There, there was a play on special teams where the the return man cuts across his face, and then Summers like throws his hands out. <laughs> Like he's on the cross, but he's like looking back, like, how did that just happen? And I'm like, hey, there, you have to make an open field tackle right now. Don't look to the sideline. Don't throw your hands up. What are you? What are you doing? You're an NFL linebacker. I don't. I, I, don't I know he's got T Rex arms, but but come on, at some point, yeah, you got to recognize that that there's not much contribution coming there. Um, just a couple other thoughts on the defensive side. You know, they came out of the half, and this is one thing that really frustrated me and kind of frustrates me uh, as we watch these games is how much the backup off, uh, outside linebackers mm-hmm. are getting in the rotation, especially early on. The Packers came out of the half, and they used those guys before the Niners hit the 50-yard line. That's entirely too early because you're not getting anything out of, was it 47 and, and 52? Um, 53, Garvin, yeah. 53 is Garvin, yeah. Yep. Um, no, but you're not you're not getting anything out of those guys, mm-hmm. frankly, like you should be using them to to give your starters breathers, you know, and coming out of the half first drive before they even cross the 50 yard line. That's yep. that's entirely too conservative for me. I don't know. Maybe they, they got all excited about Garvin forcing that that interception last week against Jared Goff or something and, and wanted to re- reward him with a little bit of playing time or something. But no. Um, and, and honestly, I, I thought that. I mean, to your point, the the Niners offensive line, especially on the right side, not not super good. But I, I think we actually finally saw a little bit of pass rush. And Joe mm-hmm. Barry got a little a little aggressive at times. Um, you finally saw Warren Burks get on the field and blitz a little bit from the in, inside. So that was nice. I think he got called for a uh, roughing the passer, right? Um, I think Jair got the roughing Someone. the passer. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, it was Jair. I think, I think, I think Burks actually drew a hold at one point. Um, or if he didn't, he should have, but, um, at least he, he should at least go down with, with a hurry in this game for, for one or two, uh, two blitzes he had, but so that was nice to see him on the field. And, and yeah, it seemed like the, you know, just in general, the four man rushes were working better than they had in the first two games. And it, it did seem like Barry was dialing up the pressure a little more than he had, um, hopefully without LaFleur telling him that he needed to do it. Yeah, and I thought it was interesting, just one last thing on the defense before we talk about the offense. I thought it was interesting that Collinsworth was bringing up that, like, uh, Kenny was playing more like three-tech, basically, than, like, mm-hmm. nose tackle early on in the game. And I know I know for a fact, like, I know people who work at PFF and stuff, like, I know they're kind of, like, in his ear 
um, during the game. So I wonder if that's something that they kind of relayed to him that like, mm-hmm. hey, this guy's moving around positions. It'll be interesting to watch on rewatch because like again, uh, like I said, again, I, I wasn't paying close enough attention to be able to identify that. I was just kind of like watching the game tonight. Um, but on the offensive side, Nyman at left tackle, uh, running wow. again at left guard. I mean, what none of had had any of the you know left tackle, left guard, center, right guard had any of them started an NFL game before this season. The only guy who would have had a chance was Runyon, right? Yeah, he played. He I mean, he played significant snaps last year, but he never actually started right. a game. He just came in and as an injury sub a couple times. Um, I mean, I, I loved Nyman as a UDFA signing, as a, a projection guy. I mean, he's an incredible athlete. I mean, his testing was off the charts coming out of Virginia Tech, but um, he he surpassed after that first drive when again that face mask and and a a couple of blown blocks early on. After that first drive, he he was he surpassed my expectations by by far, especially going up against a guy like Bosa. Um, the fact that he, he, sure you're going to chip him, you're going to send some extra blockers to to give your um, your young young left tackle a little bit of help, but he held up really well, and you really didn't hear his name very much after you know the first series or two on offense. Yeah, and I think one of the things with Nyman too is they talked about it in the press conference where. Um, you know, they talk about his feet a lot and how good his feet are. But for as long as he is, he plays uh, pretty light in that, like, you can kind of like run through his face a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like Rodgers knew how to adapt to that a little bit in that, like, there were a couple times where, like, Bosa for sure beat Nyman. Like, whatever Nyman yeah. was asked to do in the playbook, he was not able to do. But you know, if he gets beat inside by Bosa, then he just drives him inside and then Rogers just bails out. And he knew that like, that was kind of the game plan. Like Bosa's going to try to cross your face. If he crosses your face, I just got to flee to the left. And a lot of quarterbacks can't do that, but you know, Rogers can. So yeah, there, there's gotta be some sort of interplay there between quarterback and tackle, right? That, that, you know, if you're going to be, get beat a certain way that you need to respond a certain way. And to your point, drive him inside or, you know, drive him really deep and, and let your quarterback step up in the pocket. And um, it, it definitely seemed like they were able to, to do that uh, with Bosa. And can, can we point out to the, the, the block that Tunyon had on Bosa in the second quarter? Just clocked him. Just oh clocked him. Oh, oh, that was, that was beautiful. Just gorgeous to watch. Uh, just just a, a, a complete leveling. So that was fun. And, and it really didn't seem like Bosa did anything after that point uh, in that game. So that was that was fun. That was a good one. Yeah, and I think you pointed it out. Like maybe maybe Bosa was a little different after mm-hmm. that. And I know Green Bay was using, you know, Tanyan and, and the, I mean, really all the tight ends um, yeah. in that kind of like you're not in line, but like you're just outside of the defensive end basically alignment, right. which is how they, they cracked Bosa that first time. I know uh, Lewis and Bosa, there's some good reps out there. I know I caught a couple of them just watching TV, just casually watching the game, but Lewis and Bosa were going at it. I mean, they they knew that they had to go at Bosa every single play. You had to bring your A game, it seemed like. Um, offensively, what else is there to talk about? Someone talked, someone sent me a tweet and said, talk about like their goal line passing game because they had that like weird little dump off pass off a motion that like they had it was similar to the one that they scored on the rams where like jalen ramsey threw his hands up and was freaking out 
That was exactly what I thought of when uh, on that Adams touchdown too. Same same sort of thing, kind of that that fake that motion back to the inside and then and then push Adams back to the towards the sideline right at the snap and and get it to him out quick. Right. The goal line stuff is goal line passing is a little different than like even red zone passing because the problem with red yeah. zone, right? Once you get into the red zone, the the back line of the end zone becomes an extra defender, right? So they don't need to, for example, like. Uh, like deep passing games, like posts, right? Posts, corners, those things become much harder to throw when there's a, a cap on depth, basically. The closer you inch to it and you get closer to the goal line, the less it becomes effective to even use safeties, especially in the middle of the field. So a lot of teams play like weird combo coverages, and I'm sure to a certain extent, and I actually kind of wonder how much of this comes down to like LaFleur knowing what McVay and Shanahan kind of want to run into that area. Cause I don't mm-hmm. think it's surprising that it's coming against those teams where you see those like walk in touchdowns. But if, if they're running like specific types of like combo coverages that they know that they can beat with like a weird funky motion, um, I think that might be a little bit what's in play there. Like there's, if you, if you Google like uh what do they call it? Like red two. It's like uh red for like red zone, um, red two coverage. It's like, it takes you like four years to understand how like <laughs> NFL teams play, play at that play at the goal line, basically in the passing game. It's, it's really difficult stuff. I mean, you, you can't even really play man down there because then you get pick plays and then it's a wide open touchdown, yep. you know? So yeah, it, it's a, it's a headache for everyone, you know, defensively, offensively. It just seems like whenever LaFleur goes against someone that he knows, he somehow knows how to throw these uh, wide open touchdown passes and they do feel very cheap. I like that. They still count as touchdown passes. I don't yep. care. My touch, my quarterback threw them. My team scored them. I don't care. Oh yeah. The, the, the Aaron Jones, little pop pass last week on Monday night, you know, still goes down as a touchdown pass in the box score. What the hell? Yeah. Uh, speaking of stuff at the goal line, <laughs> Rogers, he threw a covered <laughs> corner route and, and oh. made it. And I don't know why he threw it. I don't know if he thought he could complete that one or if he just like had a shot at it. But that's from my vantage point, that seemed like a bad decision that went very good. Uh, yep. Yeah, that that was that was a hell of a throw and a hell of a catch by MVS. But um, I, I I can't help thinking they'll look at that one in the film room and think, okay, what, what were you doing here? What were you thinking that this was the right throw on this play? I I'd love to see the all 22 and see if anybody else is open on that play. Um, but it, it sure looked like uh, Rogers was dialed in on MVS uh, running that corner out. Just that, that might be one of the most insane Rogers throws. Oh. And there's a lot of them. But in terms of like throwing someone open when yep. when they weren't open, I mean that's real high and, up there. And and I think that's one of that's another one of those plays that shows MVS's growth as a receiver, right? Um, to to make that that tough catch, you know, in the corner of the end zone, um, that that that's a great play by him to to be able to haul that in. Yeah, it seems it really does seem like Rogers trusts him more, right? Yep. Like, yep. even when things aren't necessarily going right, he's still going at him. Like, last week, you know, he had the four targets. Um, none of them were really great, but none of them were his fault either, you know? Yeah. Yep. So. Well, and and he hit him on the big the big play, I think, on the second drive after hitting Lazard on 
the the deep shot on the first drive. Um, finally, actually clicking with with those guys a little bit on some big plays was nice to see early in the game uh, with the offense starting to to get into a rhythm. And I think you mentioned that um, the Forty ers were what lining up in cover one and just stuck in that coverage. And Rogers is is going to eat if you you know if you don't try to to mix up coverages on him, right? Yeah, a hundred percent. Or they started the game kind of in like the too high structure stuff, which is why you saw them uh, running the ball and, and checking it down a lot early on. But by the end, I mean, the reason why they were throwing Devontae up the sideline and stuff so often was because he, he was one-on-one and the whole, yep. the, their whole approach is like <laughs> Rogers can throw a ball so accurately to a spot in, on the field that the wide receiver can make an adjustment to it better than the defensive player can make a play on the ball without getting DPI. Right. I mean, that yep. that's kind of the math that they're doing um, in terms of those shot plays up the sideline. Yep. Well, yeah, we had three DPI calls on San Francisco in this game. Um, and then the the one in that last drive, the 25 yard or the first big play to get to midfield. Um, Rogers just putting it in the bucket over Fred Warner's fingertips. To, Amazing. To Adams. Oh, Amazing. Oh, man. That's I mean, it's it's not the. Uh, the the ear hole shot in the Super Bowl, but it's not that far off, right? Like that's that's a tight ass window to to fit that ball into. That one, the Tanyan play last week, like it's his 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 accuracy has not lost a beat uh, when he's in rhythm and and his mechanics are good and and he's locked in. Man, it's it's still just as fun to watch as it ever has been. People thought he was throwing games like fourteen days ago. <laughs> That's insane to think about. People legitimately believe that. They're like, yeah, he's losing games so he can get out of there. It was a uh-huh. funky game plan, guys. Week one, just throw it out. Yep. Throw it out the books. <sighs> All right. Uh, let's take a break, and then uh, we'll go into the vibe scores. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between so you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. And we're back. Uh, Tex, let's start it out with the offense. Rank the score, the vibe out of 10. How how are you feeling about the offense at this point? So, after this game, the way that that things finished up, Rodgers clicking at the end, I'm going to be like an eight, like a solid eight. Um, I know they kind of had a little bit of of iffiness in the the second half. Um, LaFleur kind of said something about like getting out of his play calling on that that three and out in the fourth quarter 
uh, that led to the the 49ers getting the ball back and taking the taking the lead late in the game. But you know, Rogers playing the way he did, um, the offensive line without Jenkins, without Bakhtiari, actually moving a good defensive line. I feel good. I feel good after this. Yeah, I think the offense shot themselves in the foot a couple times. And if you were able to move the ball like this against a great defensive line with basically four rookie offensive linemen in terms of like mm-hmm. on-field experience in, at the NFL level, I, I'm giving it a nine. And it's just off of the health of the wide receivers because I know Devontae took a shot. He said, you know, he's going to be fine. He's going to play next week. And then MVS, I know, was limping off the field. I don't know if we ever heard an update on that. I think one. he came back on on the field for the very last uh, throw that set up the field really? goal. I think he was I know out he, there. He was trying to fight to get yep. off the sideline. On that I, I think Rogers said in his post gamer that that he that they actually had him on the field and they were trying to set up a, a possible deep shot if the underneath wasn't there to Adams um, to to get MVS deep. So I think he actually made it back on for for one okay. last play. That's but, good. Then. Yeah, nine, well, nine and a half. Then nine and a half. Nice. nice. <laughs> well, and and I mean the offensive line. You didn't hear Billy Turner's name once. Billy no. Turner was. You didn't hear Billy Turner's name. You didn't hear D Ford's name. You, you barely heard Eric Armstead's name. Uh, so, yeah, c- center to the right side of the offensive line had a hell of a night tonight. Yeah, they 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 needed this game for yeah. Green Bay to come out with that win. And they did it in the run game, too. I mean, when they had the A.J. Dillon in there and they were like, we need to pound the rock right now so we can get San Francisco out of too high. I mean, they were teeing off. Um, yep. So ton, tons of credit to the offensive line. I think it's only going to get better. Up front, I mean, it'd be hard to see how it would get worse unless, you know, Jenkins and Bach are out for a longer period of time than we even expect right now. Yeah. So I think and, the arrow's only and, going up. And Adam Stenovich, man, the job he's done uh, coming in as the offensive line coach, amazing. Um, picking on Nyman to, to be the guy he wanted to start at left tackle. Um, Rogers even kind of joked in his presser that that he was a little skeptical of, uh, of that being the pick, but... rolled with it and yeah man he he stepped up and had a great game and steno is uh i i could see him being a a future you know offensive coordinator maybe the head coach down down the line 10 15 years down from now we'll see the thing about offensive line coaches is one they get paid more than the other positional coaches for the most part outside of like quarterback and like maybe defensive back coaches the other thing, too, is everyone wants the flashy play callers, which isn't necessarily <laughs> what O-line coaches are. Plus, like, good O-line coaches, you're never out of work. Like, you could just yeah. – someone someone will hire you. That's, that's one of the good things about uh, being an O-line coach versus being, like, a QB guru, guru type of guy. Um, I'm trying to think of offensively anything else that I wanted to touch. Uh, the fact that they didn't – they called it a fourth and one, but it was more like a fourth and two. It was a lo- It was longer yep. than, than they were given credit for. But the fact that they didn't go for that one, you know, when they knew that they were in a game um, and at some point you're probably going to need to steal possession, mm-hmm. that probably wasn't great. That That's my, my half-point deduction from being 10 out of 10 was just that decision right there. Yeah. All right, let's go to all right defense vibe score. What you got? Um, I'm sitting at like a five. I, I'm pleased with the pass rush. They they actually started winning some some matchups up front, and that I think is going to go a huge way. You know, no, I'm 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 already talking myself up to like a six and a half. What am I talking about? 
Um, <laughs> the fact that you got a pass rush, the fact that, that Stokes was out there and, and actually playing well on, on, on the outside. Um, yeah, I'm feeling, I'm already feeling better about this. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy with the defense and how it's evolving. I know Lowry yeah. had a easier matchup than he usually has. Um, but that was nice out of him today. Um, sure. Appreciate it. Kenny yeah. Clark looks like he's having, he had a better game than he had the first two weeks of the season. Preston, especially as like an edge setter. I mean, he's just showing up every week, man. Yeah, he's he's having a good season. Um, Campbell is I, I joked about it with Matub, but like, is he our best inside linebacker since Des Bishop? Like, oh, my that gosh, might be an actual take that is yeah. actual. Yeah, I mean, another double digit tackle game. I mean, he was in on another turnover play. Um, he made a couple of great open field tackles in the flat. He can uh, play was... like he maybe it's not sideline to sideline, but he can play like numbers to numbers, you yep. know, and yep. the fact that you can get a linebacker to do that. I mean, just compare him to like what they got in summers, you know, like yeah. Campbell makes a, a tremendous difference on that defense. The fact that they can just kind of hang their hat on that guy and the fact that they got him for. $2 million this year, and they signed him in, what, May? Like, the middle yeah. of May to, to come in basically off the street and, you know, show up for, for OTAs and, and try to earn a job. Man, that's that's a, a great move by Goody. And, yeah, he's he's looked really solid uh, these last two games. I just need Summers to not be there. I, I, can't, <laughs> do, I can't do Summers starting. That's not something I could sign up for. That's too much of a roller coaster for me. <laughs> I can't do it. We we can't get rid of King and then add Summers in. I give me something <laughs> else. Give me Burks. Give me Burks. Yeah. Do it. Give me yeah, McDuffie. Yeah. Something. <laughs> well, you know Burks has the range. He's he's got the he's got the speed. Um, you can you can send him on the blitzes once in a while. So I'm I'm with you. Gary just cannot play contain. Ugh. They got yeah. him again. They got him yeah. again. The Trey Lance play, right? Yep. There yep. was a there was a penalty on it, so it didn't end up it didn't end up mattering, uh, I think. But I mean Gary <laughs> Trey Lance could have walked in for a touchdown because Gary just didn't play contain at all. Mm-hmm. And and Gary with a guy who who tested as well as he did, I mean, that's Lance is a ridiculous athlete too. So I guess I shouldn't be surprised that Lance beat him to the edge um when when he didn't have contain. But uh yeah, that was that was a little frustrating um, to to see a guy with with his athletic pedigree not be able to uh, to maintain that edge there. Well, he's kind of like stiff, right? In that yeah. he's like linear explosive, but not like. Well, his bull rush is his best move, right? Right, like exactly. Like he's yep. going through your face. His job isn't to turn. Yep. You know, once you get him turning, you can start to beat Rashawn Gary a little bit. And that's no. why he, always, I mean, he always, he always gets deep in the pocket and trying to, trying to come back to the quarterback. If, if you don't have the interior pressure, he's not going to be an, a terribly effective pass rusher because you're the quarterback can just step up in the pocket and, and deliver a football. So, right. If, Last thing about the defense. Uh, now that we're talking it out, I <laughs> think I'm going to give it a score. Let's give it, give it six out of 10. And if Summers isn't playing next, starting next week, it's seven out of 10. I'm content with that uh, being my range. The fact that they couldn't get Kittle or use check on the ground, that last drive was very frustrating because that could have cost them the game. I mean, the fact that they can get those two guys on the ground could have cost them the game. Yeah. The, the, the irony though, is the fact that 
Juszczyk scored when he did, if they if they stop him at the goal line, um, I, I have no faith in in the run defense to stop you know a half yard, especially the Shanahan run offense from you know getting a half yard with ten seconds left, and they're running the clock down at that point. So the fact that he scored when he did and left thirty seven seconds on the clock for Rodgers was probably a blessing in disguise. Yeah, I think uh, I couldn't tell if Lafleur was joking or not, but they asked him, <laughs> you know, in the presser, they said, "How long did you need?" and he was like, "35 seconds." Yep. And you know, they got 37. <laughs> so, you know, maybe maybe a couple seconds does change a couple things. You know, I mean, yeah. they didn't have. I mean, think about when that clock was winding down to spike it. It's not like they had a ton of seconds to to give and, there anyway. And they, and they burned all their timeouts because of uh, you know coming up to the, the the line of scrimmage with five seconds left on the play clock again. And I think that was all three second half timeouts. They burned that way. So um, yeah, having, having every second left. I mean, I think they snapped the, the field goal with three seconds left on the clock. Not a whole lot of wiggle room there. Nope. Um, before we get into the special teams vibes, let's no. do, let's do <laughs> ref vibes, ref vibes, <laughs> minus 20. What are you guys <laughs> doing? Oh, Jerome Boger, why are you, why do you still have a job? How do you still have a job? Matub posted in uh, the APC <laughs> Slack that his son was actually cut by the Packers. So that's my favorite new conspiracy theory. But like yep. Devontae, okay, one, this isn't even necessarily the refs because they talked about it after the game. And Devontae said, you know, it, it was a chest uh, issue. So I guess there's some gray area into like if it was yeah. helmet or chest. NBC, what there was not gray area for was you zooming into Devontae Adams, what looked to be Devontae Adams' lifeless face for uh, like 20 seconds. Gosh. I didn't I didn't need that. Nope. I didn't need that. No, thank you. Yikes. Well, I mean, you, you got that play. You've got the Mohamed Sanu. The ball is pretty clearly, as far as I was concerned, moving after it hit the ground play. Um, yeah, that was weird. And then they had the rules analyst on, and he was like, "Yeah, I don't. I think that's going to stand." And I was like, <sighs> "I don't get what we're doing here anymore." Then, yep, because yep, that 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 to me, well, I mean that that ball hits the ground before it's caught. So yeah, you got that one. You've got the the Jair roughing the passer penalty where he kind of hits Jimmy in the shoulder pads, um, doesn't take him to the ground, doesn't hit him in the head, doesn't like put his body weight into him, but somehow still gets called for roughing the passer. So that was a fun one. Um, man, they got to yeah, change they're... that rule, right? The quarterback has to hit the ground. If you're going to rough him. I would think so. Yeah. I that, feel like that's very that's... fair. Like if, yep. if you tap yep. the guy and he doesn't hit the ground, like yep. if the quarterback wants to sell it fine, I'm, I'm okay with that, but you can't get roughing and not even knock the guy to the ground. That yeah, doesn't that's, make sense. That's, to me. that's two very bad roughing the passer penalties against the Packers in three weeks. So good stuff there. Um, yeah, there was some, there were some interesting pass interference penalties that went both ways in that one. Um, there was, I think there was one on Stokes that was maybe a little iffy. There was, I mean, again, the Packers got three of them. I think at least two of them on third downs that, that definitely helped keep drives alive. So they were, they were not dealing, they were not going to put up with a whole lot of contact in the secondary in this game. But yeah, a couple of those, the, yeah, the, 
hey, at least they got the Jimmy G fumble right, and they realized that that was a backwards pass. Thank God oh, yeah. for that. Thank God for Jimmy. Jimmy was pointing to that ball mid-play, and then he was like, no, it was a pass. You liar. You well, yeah. freaking liar. But it lands at his back foot. So, no, there's there's no possible way physically that that can be a forwards pass if you drop it and it lands at your back heel. No. Not going to work. There's no way. Uh, nope. Someone joked today with me that Aaron Rodgers plays like he's the only person who hates referees more than I do. <laughs> Just the w- the way he's just like he's purposely trying to get DPIs. He's on your shit all the time about twelve yep. men on the field. He's doing hard counts, like all of it, all of it. And I love it. I love it. Yes. Take what you can get, man. Yeah, that's gamesmanship, baby. Play, play, play the game. Just play the game. If we're gonna have rules. We gotta enforce them. All right, exactly. Uh, special teams fives. You know, Mason obviously had a great game. The kick yep. return going long wasn't great. Mm. Jorquez. Still has Good. boot. Can still confirm. Yep. Still has boot. Um, yep. So I'm gonna go with like a. Let's go like eight, but it's a light eight because I'm yep. just still always return worried about uh, coverage on returns. Yep. I was I was gonna say hard seven, uh, for the same reason that you you know what you've got in Mason. You got a, a steady guy who's gonna gonna convert in the clutch. Um, loving Bohorquez, that 50 yarder that he put out of bounds. Uh, like what the thirteen yard line or something? And he can like the first pin him half. too. It's not yeah. just the boot. He can like There's... he's angling him. It's fun. And, and and even the ones that did land in bounds were right up against the sideline. So I'm I'm for just further confirming my uh my existing bias that this was the right move to 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 pull him out out of L A in place of J K Scott there. But yeah, it's it's nothing is more Packers special teams than giving a. a big return right after a huge score in a critical part of the game. And, you know, that leading to basically the score that gets the, the 49ers back in the game, right? At the end of the first half. Yeah. Oy. I mean, Trenton Cannon's got some wheels. I'll give him that. And thank he God. Could, for, he couldn't I, out Juke Mason, though. Nope. He couldn't out no. Juke Mason. Yeah. I, I, dude, Mace has made a few of those tackles in his career, though. Um, he is... I... I I don't know that there are a whole lot of good tackling kickers, but he's he's got a good feel for using the sideline as as his extra defender. So I'll give him credit for that one. Savvy vet. Savvy yep. vet. Uh, Silver team, Fox. <laughs> team vibes <laughs> out of 10. Let's go. I, I, I thought about uh, tweeting one seed, question mark, at the end of the game. So I'm like full-blown at least 8 out of 10 at this point. We're only going to get healthier. So Darius yep. is out. Elton Jenkins is out. Uh, Bach was out. We'll we'll see with King. We'll see hard, if uh, he's going to hard be there, eight. Hard eight. There we yep. go. Absolutely. Let's go. This, One seed. This, yeah. This this game on the road in in a place that has been a house of horrors for this team for Matt Lafleur um, to come out with to to gut out a win like this is is huge. And yeah, to see Roger's face in the postgame presser talking about how much fun the flight home is going to be tonight, that was that was worth all of the the heartache in the third and fourth quarters tonight. Oh, and he called us all out too. Oh, yeah. He was he was like, "Hey, I know some of you didn't pick us this week, but uh, I, I I'm raising my hand right now. I picked the Niners. I I, I did too. I, I'm I sorry. picked it on the Friday pod. I'm, I said I said one I, score Niners, but I'm sorry, Aaron." <laughs> 
We were almost right. I mean, it came down to a oh, fifty-one yeah. yard field goal. Aaron, please, uh-huh. please. <laughs> if you if yeah. you want us to stop picking against you, you could just blow these teams out every once in a while. Right. Well, and I mean, we had that going for twenty-nine minutes, and then everything changed, and ah, pulled it, pulled it out. I I will take it. I'm I'm enjoying a nice smooth scotch in Aaron Rodgers' honor for uh, his his performance in those last thirty second thirty seven seconds tonight. I know Matub is knee deep in bourbon right now too. <laughs> yeah, we're we're gonna have to get some uh, hashtag whiskey content going soon between him and me. So let's get it done. I'm sure. Yeah, we, yeah, we can we can find a sponsor. We can find oh, people yeah. to give us free stuff to say nice things about them. Hell yeah! In audio format. Let's uh, call last- it Chuck. Yeah, <laughs> Chuck's got the bourbon out there. Let's see what Let's he can get do. It done. Yeah. Um. Last thing, going into the Steelers game, vibes going into the Steelers game out of ten. I'm like ten. I saw Ben Roethlisberger. Yep. It was fourth and ten in the red zone, down two scores, and he immediately dumped it down to the running back on a swing route. So <laughs> he he's for from my perspective, Ben Roethlisberger's already retired. Yeah, yeah. Give me give me a very hard nine coming back home. Little home field advantage um, coming off the emotional lift off of this win, um, you know you've got a uh, you know a, a, a solid AFC team coming in. I, I feel good. I like the I like the Packers here in uh, in week four. All right, guys, um, that's it for the week three repack. Um, do you have anything to plug, Tex? Tell people where they can find you. Yeah, get me at Tex Western on Instagram and Twitter. Um, the usual. Uh, find us at AcmePackingCompany.com. All the uh, all the good stuff. I'll have snap counts up tomorrow, so we'll see what uh, what goes on there. So I'm, I'm, I'll be curious to see how many snaps Henry Black played in those three safety packages. Oh, you you went Henry Black. I went Heflin immediately. I was like, hey, was Heflin out there? I, I, I don't even I, I don't remember seeing him out there, but I know I saw 41. So I'll be curious to see how many of those three safety snaps they played. Yeah, I might I might have to uh dip the ink and do a three safety thing. Uh if go. he was if he was playing a decent amount cuz I know they haven't tapped into that and Vernon Scott. Thought, One of these uh, days Vernon Scott will be active someday. We'll One see. day. I thought it was going to be this week, <laughs> but I guess not. That hamstring, man. Soft oh, tissues. Not great. Eesh. All right, take care, Tex. Take it easy.